it is your boy, the one and only A-Switch, back at it again, um, aka, uh, I'm gonna call you right back, I won't call back though, aka, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I swear I'm gonna call you back, I swear, I ain't gonna call you back though. I really ain't gonna call you back. AKA, I'ma just, I'ma just block you. I'ma just block you real quick. <laughs> um, I'm bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. Uh, specifically, uh, episode seventeen. Uh, this is the show podcast where I exclusively talk about gaming and uh, culture related to gaming and all that entails with uh, some occasional nerdy nerdy mixed in there depending you know but yeah so welcome to episode 17 today's date is August 8th uh, 8th the 8th 8th uh 2019 uh so boy a lot of news came out this past week well since last episode uh these damn shootings uh a lot of evil stuff uh man it's a lot to get into so uh let's not dilly dally any further let's get into it so, uh, yeah, the first thing uh, I guess we'll address, even though this is so stupid and annoying, is uh, the controversy, you know, with uh, the unfortunate uh, shootings that happened over this past weekend. Condolences to all of the uh, victims of the shooting and, uh, you know, the lives that were lost. Um, so, of course, any of course, any shooting related issue or matter of course the first thing people want to blame is video games violent video games to be specific uh because in theory because you uh technically emulate killing people and shooting people um uh nonsensically uh was that a word I'll, I'll i'll pretend it's a word um with you know reckless abandon games like grand theft auto mortal kombat um somewhat gratifying violence people are of course quick to assume oh well i mean it's got to be games it's got to be games it can't be the person themselves uh just not being right in the head or it cannot be just a personal problem with the individual it has to be games that encourages this behavior which is just the dumbest tone deaf thing conclusion to even come to and you know obviously it's uh you know non-millennials that automatically like to assume this stuff which is just irritating and dumb um you know this is just just stop it just stop it uh why don't why don't we uh work on gun control more than uh just being quick to blame uh video games as the uh catalyst of violence because if if not, if anything, and I'm not even going to go too much into this because this is just so stupid. Um, if anything, it probably does the actual opposite 
uh, in terms of, you know, suppress any maybe would be, um, you know, tendencies to be violent or what have you. Uh, it is an outlet to let uh, release a lot of that pent up or, you know, in some cases, pent up anger or res- resentment or something. So if anything, it I honestly think it's way even more positive than negative as, you know, uh, being perceived amongst obviously non-millennials that never touched a controller in their life. So, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that, because this, this is just so dumb. You are so dumb. You are so dumb. OK, you know who you are. Um just stop it. It's not the games. It's the gun control. Let's work on that. All right. Let's work on gun control rather than blaming. Oh, well, video games, obviously, clearly. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. I'm done talking about that because that's just frustratingly annoying. Um, either way. Oh, and, and then then you hear this mess about Walmart walmart freaking uh like oh well uh well now we're not gonna um do uh we're gonna refrain from violent ads uh because of this travesty because clearly games are to blame which is totally false and uh incorrect irrelevant and what is that gonna solve nothing what is that gonna do nothing so i'm done with that Dumbass. Uh, just tone deaf, man. Just so tone deaf. Jesus, do better. Do your research. Do better. Okay. God. All right. So next thing in news. Um. So apparently, uh, the ESA, which I believe is the company that pretty much works with, uh, the E3 organization or is actually the E3 organization. I want to say either way, they're closely, um, knit together. Um, but yeah, I believe, yeah. So the ESA hosts the, uh, uh, E3 conference. So apparently Um, There was a data leak uh, that pretty much revealed over 2000 journalists and analysts uh, personal information, uh, pretty much, you know, uh, contact information, email, phone number and uh, address, which is that's kind of crazy when you think about it. Kind of scary that, you know, all this information is revealed to a lot of, you know, some very uh, potentially well. You know, there's a lot of trolls out there that like to take things, uh, take things too far. Um, Obviously, you know, with a lot of the um, uh, swatting that's been happening. And, you know, maybe for those that may not possibly know uh, what swatting is, is basically when a um, troll asshole, whatever you want to call it, uh, basically um, will call. Uh, or report to your local police department and, you know, say there's a bomb threat, which obviously will, um, you know, get the uh, police department's attention. They'll storm um, a particular, you know, what the said person's address 
And, you know, in some cases it can be really scary. You know, something happens, a hand slips and somebody's life could be unintentionally taken uh, because somebody thought it was just a funny joke to bring, uh, you know, um, funny little prank just to bring the police and, uh, you know, um, just cause distress, you know. It's very sad. Fortunately, I haven't really heard much about those lately. So thank God for that. Uh, finally, people are learning that, that you can't be taking that, <laughs> that mess too far. So, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, especially some of these, I'm assuming a fair amount of these people do stream, you know, and uh, are obviously in a public eye. So that's kind of a... Uh, Kind of messed up, kind of messed up. But uh, the ESA did release a statement regarding the uh, issue uh, and said that the um, the issue was a quote unquote website vulnerability, um, which uh, doesn't really justify anything. But either way, uh, ESA was made aware of a website vulnerability that led to the contact list of registered journalists attending E3 being made public. Once notified, we immediately took steps to protect the data and shut down the site, which is no longer available. We regret this sick occurrence and have put measures in place to ensure it will not happen again. ESA. Well, 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 well. That is, uh, that is messed up. That is messed up. Yeah. Oh boy. But, uh, yeah. Um, at least, uh, in terms of recommendations of, you know, preventative actions against all this is, uh, obviously, you know, um, one, uh, definitely for them to change their phone number and two, uh, to set up multi-factor authentication. Cause you know, damn well um all that's gonna be coming like crazy at you uh this was from steve boland on twitter i'm looking at a, a particular article by derek of uh dykes uh within reset era uh, regarding this whole ordeal so messed up man messed up Hopefully the ESA uh, makes makes it up in some way, because, I mean, technically they're at fault because they had all that personal information and they just willingly uh, well not willingly, but, you know, had a uh, obvious vulnerability. So um, oh, I forgot uh, content creators were included, too. So that's, you know, maybe YouTubers, uh, Twitch streamers and stuff like that. So, boy, that's kind of messed up. Kinda messed up. Just saying. Either way. Hey. Uh, moving on. Um, obviously this past weekend uh was the greatness or the the championships, the championships, the NBA playoffs, the Super Bowl of fighting games. Uh, which was Evo, uh, twenty nineteen. So a lot of uh, interesting news um, did come out. Uh, at least I like to touch on um, at least some of the competitive or matches in general. Um, boy, uh, I, I, I specifically watched uh, pretty much all of the Tekken uh, 
semifinals and finals. Um, and man, boy, that was some good ass Tekken. Let me tell you, it was some good ass Tekken. Dudes was doing them Korean dashes left and right. Uh, people was getting low parried like crazy. Not really, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was some good ass Tekken. Good ass Tekken. Um, there's a, I saw a little bit of Smash, but I don't know. I didn't. I lost interest in Smash. Uh, in terms of from a spectating standpoint, I don't know. Just something about Smash. It doesn't fascinate me. Uh, when you're spectating it, I don't know. I don't feel like it's not really that fun to watch. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe it was the mindset I was in, or maybe I just I was teching out. <laughs> I guess you could say I was I was taken down. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I mean that I keep I keep them keep got to keep a dad joke. Dad joke jar. Got to pay every time. <laughs> every time I make a dad joke. Um, but yeah, some good ass Tekken. Um, I miss pretty much all the other um, tournaments. Uh, I watched a little bit on Friday, uh, but pretty much when I caught on, pretty much every the everything was pretty much ending anyway. So, but nonetheless, it was pretty. I have to say, it was some pretty good ass Tekken though. I was rooting for Little Majin. Unfortunately, man, he was so close to uh, hitting uh, top eight again. Uh, but unfortunately, I forgot who he got. Uh, who he got beat by? Um, Darn it, it doesn't come to me. But uh man, good stuff, Lil Majin. He was putting in that work with King of all people, getting them grabs. Uh he was doing it. He was doing it. I wanted him to do uh uh the one hit, I forgot what it's called. I forgot what you call it. Like a critical hit, or you know, basically uh pretty much majority of the Tekken players, Tekken uh characters have that one move that like will take like seventy five percent of your health away or something like that. Um, which was his, I forgot what it was called. Maybe they patched it. I don't know, but either way, um, yeah, then, uh, ultimately I guess a story worth mentioning in particular, um, was, uh, obviously the, well, yeah, obviously the champion of Evo, uh, Arslan slash, uh, Arslan, not slash Ars, Arslan Ash, who, uh, he had a pretty interesting story. Um, he basically, um, came from Pakistan to compete. He struggled so much to, uh, you know, um, actually come to Evo and, uh, man, that's, that's a great like success story. If I ever heard of any, I, I've, I personally didn't even know about a lot of this, um, until after the fact. Um, but man, he was, he, he, he was beating people up, man. He, he, he was, uh, Man, he just like glided, glided to a to a victory of winning the championship. I believe he also won um, Evo Japan as well um, in Tekken also. So um, that's crazy, man. Uh, I want to say he might be one of the first to win twice in a row. Uh, well, at least Evo, uh, Evo Japan championship, as well as a, uh, Evo, uh, championship. 
Um, but man, yeah, with Tekken. Also, um, another note within Tekken 7 had like the highest player count of uh, entrance specifically um, it, for Tekken. Um, I know uh, Smash, I think technically uh, maybe had the most, at least for this Evo. I'm not sure if it was the greatest uh, of all time, but that's pretty impressive to have, uh, you know, um, Tekken feels like it's back in his prime, man. I, I totally agree. I, it's definitely my favorite uh, fighting game. Uh, if I had to choose any, um, it's just way more accessible, um, easy, easier to grasp. Pretty much all of the above, really. So, but um, yeah, pretty, pretty great stuff. Um, so big ups to Arslan Ash. For uh, winning the championship, uh, it was it was a close battle towards the end where it was him and me, who was uh, you know clearly an established Tekken uh, Tekken fighter himself. So, um, but congrats to him, man. That's a that's a great success story, if any. Just coming from uh, pretty much the low of the low, all the way to the top. That is that is if that ain't if that ain't success I don't know what is, um but yeah uh pretty much outside of that that's pretty much what I got out of Evo thoroughly enjoyed it it was uh some some good ass Tekken and uh interestingly uh, there was a lot of stuff that did happen uh, as well outside of that um a lot of some controversies as well as uh some great uh pretty good announcements too which I'll go over. I think the first thing I want to cover is, uh, man, boy, if this was a flop, boy, man, this was a pretty big mistake. If I, if I would, uh, call any, um, specifically in terms of, uh, I believe it was the match, uh, the semifinals, uh, pretty much after that was over, um, basically, after that was over, um, there was this random um, video <laughs> that ha- had Snake um, say, that was some good ass Tekken. Um, so obviously, you know, you could see the <sighs> that was just a bad choice overall in terms of clearly, you know, Evo 2019 biggest tournament where you know a lot of games are revealed um announcements are revealed and you know clearly with no announcements recently with regarding Tekken uh people were like quick to assume like oh so snake is gonna be a DLC for Tekken that's gotta be it it has to be it has to be um so uh basically after the fact, uh, we did find out that basically this was just a gag on um, not related to anybody from Bandai Namco. Um, it was some, I guess, general weird gag, which probably would have flew at like a smaller tournament where, you know, uh, that's not known for announcing uh, new announcements. Um, but in this case, you know, one of the biggest shows ever, even though it wasn't um, streamed, they didn't show that gag. It was somewhat uh, referenced to and kind of hinted at uh, based off the footage when it happened. But in general, it was uh, pretty, pretty damn weird. Um, but 
I was like, oh, really? I mean, I, 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 clearly I won't cure you, which unfortunately didn't happen. But there's still hope, uh, which I'll go into in a little bit. But um, yeah. And then uh, David Hayter, you know, pretty much the original voice actor for uh, Solid Snake. He was he was not pleased at all. He was like, uh, Evo, you better Evo. I swear to God, you better tell me. You better tell me if you're going to use my damn voice. You hear me? Do you hear me? That's my, that's my, my David hater. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Actually, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I want to do the codec. I want to do the codec. This is, this is not a snake. That's some good ass tech in. Yeah. Metal, metal gear. Actually, that's not pretty bad. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Well, I'm satisfied with that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> David Hader, man, he was pissed. He went off on Twitter, man. Um, I, I guess you could tell the the heat he was having. Like, I guess it was apparently um, a cameo video where basically, uh, for those that may not know, cameo is like a a service that lets uh, I would argue maybe B C. B, C, D, uh, us list celebrities to earn money by, you know, um, saying happy birthday, John, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, which, uh, in this case, uh, David Hader, I uh, believe it was maybe in passing and then, yeah, it was a little, uh, a little oopsie, a little whoops, a little whoopsie daisy. Um, so, uh, but yeah, Harada, I think confirmed, I think right after when he was announcing, um, his stuff that, uh, yeah, that we didn't have no leak. So, uh, clearly whatever they show was, uh, not good. Bandai Namco was freaking out. Well, not necessarily freaking out, but you know, in a PR PR way, they're like, we're not very pleased with what they did. So, you know, it wasn't us nowhere. And then now it's this whole zeitgeist of like, you know, well, come on. Well, why don't we have snake in this then, you know, and stuff like that, which is, ugh, uh, feel bad for, uh, just Namco. Cause <laughs> it's funny. Sir, Harada <laughs> came on a stage and he's like, don't ask me for, sh- don't ask me for a so, um, yeah, that was, uh, it was interesting, but I guess piggybacking off that in general, um, actually, let me check the thread marks of, uh, okay. So let's, so we have Harada's response. So, um, so Harada, um, well, I don't, it's just straight, straight up Japanese. Straight up Japanese. Um, let's see. Yeah, I guess he's so it's translated. So explain this to Japanese evil deliberately shows a short clip of me and snake having short conversation. Oh, that was Harada in the, in the clip too. Oh boy. Yeah, that is, that is not a good look at. Wow. That makes it even worse than what I thought. Oh boy. Yeah, that's not a good look. Um, but yeah, so evil deliberately shows a short clip of me and snake having short conversation to the viewers in the arena. Didn't show up on stream during the break period after the finals. After the clip was shown, uh, Bamco, 
uh, Bandai Namco protest uh, against Evo, and it was found that the clip was made solely by Evo. There are also other clips that we didn't have any knowledge of. So then in another tweet, he said, Evo have apologized to us and tweeted an explanation on their Twitter. From this clip, there were many people that had high expectation and people that were mad because there weren't any official announcement afterwards. For me, I especially feel sorry for both to both Konami and Kojima-san, even though we didn't do anything wrong. So, um... Uh, since the Tekken finals was hype and the season three announcement after went well, it was whatever. But this somehow made me think of the time I met Kojima-san at PAX Seattle, which he said, people mistaking me for you. <laughs> that is racist. That's like, that's kind of racist. Uh, Harada, Harada-san and Kojima-san are two different people, but, but I digress. So, um, Yeah. So and then uh, David Hader, let me uh, quote his uh, his uh, his comment. <laughs> oh, he 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 got the caps lock on. <laughs> he had the he had the caps lock on. You know, it was serious when he had the caps lock on. But <laughs> so first thing is in all caps, Evo, you also failed to consult me. Please do not use my voice to promote other games ever. DH. I don't know what DH stands for. Oh, David Hater. Duh. Well, I just uh, today's not my day. Today's not my day. Uh, but yeah, man. You know he mean. You know he mean business when he got the caps out. Had had the caps out. <laughs> had the caps out. He was serious. Uh, but on better news in terms of that. Um, uh, oh yeah, I forgot to, let me address the, uh, their response, Evo's response, uh, word for word. So, um, Evo responded shortly after everything was over, uh, just to clear things up, the snake cameo video that was showed during Tekken finals was our idea of a little joke. It was not intended to imply a character reveal and was done on our own without consulting Bandai Namco. Sorry for any confusion. Yeah, that was just not a that was that was not a smart decision. Why would you do that at uh, the biggest the bit clearly the, the biggest tournament for fighting games, uh, which obviously has had the clear history of making a lot of big fighting game related announcements and to do a tease like that during the show was just, yeah, it's very bad, bad taste. I, I, I don't, I, I really want to know who really, who really like conjured this up and thought this was a good idea. Cause clearly it was somebody, somebody specifically that, uh, that had that had this mindset that was like, yeah, this is going to work. Yeah, this is going to eh, nobody's going to care. Eh, yeah, mm, I mean, that's just a bad decision overall. Either way, on to better news, um, 
during that announce or during uh, pretty much after the finals were over, uh, Harada San came out. <laughs> he made a he made a funny <laughs> he made a funny uh, made a joke uh, towards um, the leak, the Street Fighter Five leak that I went over last episode. Um, where basically, uh, <laughs> he, he said, oh, uh, sorry, uh, Yoshana, Yosho Ono, I forgot his name verbatim, but the, the producer for Street Fighter, Yoshinori Ono, I believe, uh, he said, <laughs> uh, we're sorry, uh, for the, uh, lag in, uh, Soul Calibur 6. <laughs> Then he just walked away and like, oh, come on. And especially, you know, you got got that um, false snake teaser going behind him, too. That just make things just worse. And then he came back (laughs) and he's like, oh, yeah, uh, Tekken Tour is back and then left again. And they're like, oh, okay, Are you guys ready? Are you ready? And then (laughs) he uh, they rolled the trailer. And then they revealed uh, season three of Tekken seven. So with this season, uh, according to the trailer, there is going to be um, uh, all new moves for pretty much uh, basically every character. Um, On top of that, they revealed some new characters or not new characters, but new characters to Tekken seven, which was Avina Zafina. I believe she was from Tekken 6. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Tekken. Yeah, I think Tekken 6. Yeah. Or maybe she was exclusive to Tekken Tactor. No, I don't think there's a legitimate new character in Tekken Tag Tournament. So I think she's from Tekken 6, I believe. Um, So I know a fair amount of people really wanted her back. Um... But apparently she's not going to be in the story in any way. She's going to be just a character that's there, which I think they did for some of the DLC characters as well. I can't recall off the top of my head who actually was. And even more importantly, man, they revealed a new another new character. Well, not another new character, a new character, which was my nigga Leroy Smith. This dude is just oozing, oozing greatness. Okay, uh, dude. At first, I thought it was a. Uh, <laughs> at first, I thought uh, <laughs> he was about to, he was about to come and help out Negan because he looked just like uh, uh, Eze- King Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. So I was like, I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> I thought he was gonna say some some slick stuff like uh, Negan. You need a hand. I don't know. Well. No, King Ezekiel doesn't talk like that. His accent is more uh, holy, not holy, but uh, royalty-like, if you will. I'm not sure of the proper uh, term for it, but either way, my nigga Leroy Smith, he like he he, he just he just oozes real nigga. You know, I'm just I'm just gonna say it. He just oozes real nigga. Uh, <laughs> they gave him like a brief backstory in the trailer. Like 50 years ago, he was from Brooklyn and his parents got killed or something like that. And now he just magically is in Tekken in the Tekken universe. So uh, he seems to be a deviation off of uh, Fang, not Fang, but um. Who's the one character from the previous Tekkens? I want to say he was in Tekken 5, not 4. And I'm pretty sure Tekken Tag. Uh, Wang. 
yeah wang i'm thinking fang but wang so he got he was uh <laughs> he was he was fucking up that damn uh that dummy i forgot what, i don't know what you call it but basically the one uh the wooden uh, uh stand with the uh, sticks poking out to practice your uh uh, I guess presumably Wang Chung. Um, I believe that's the highly implied uh, fighting style he's gonna have. But man, he was beating the brakes off all them youngins because uh, dude looks a little old. But he was breaking the he was beating the brakes off them youngins, you know. So, um, but man, yeah. As soon as he comes out, I want to play him because he he looks pretty dope. He looks pretty dope. <laughs> Pretty damn dope. But overall, I'm pretty satisfied with Tekken 7. Um, I was suspecting that considering uh, the game is doing great overall. I mean, still being pretty relevant in the competitive scene as well as just being a pretty enjoyable game, a fighting game in general, which I can totally uh, vouch for. So um, I think this is technically the best Tekken has done um, since Tekken 3, I want to say, uh, I think from yeah, sales, competitive standpoint, overall. So, I mean, why wouldn't you continue that, you know, um, success there? So, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I love this dude. This my, my nigga, Leroy Smith. Um, a lot of people are kind of, uh, at least what I'm heard in the grapevine, are having a lot of fan theories about like, you know, Leroy Smith is actually uh, Bruce Leroy from um, uh, Enter, the Dra- Enter the Dragon, the Hidden Dragon, the Last Dragon. Um which I could totally see, man. If, if if his ass gets the glow, I'm about to fucking lose it. Okay, fucking. They better not give him a show enough, a show enough alternate skin with the Kanye glass. Don't do it. Don't you dare do it. Don't you dare do it, Arata. I swear to God, you gonna you gonna make me pass out. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, you can do it. I want it. I want it. I do want it. I want it so bad. Oh man, it. Whew. Man, if they do, if they give it just the same weird eighties, nineties effect too, uh, uh, I'm go, I will lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Okay, I'm gonna lose my shit. Um, but yeah, great, uh, great reveal, great trailer. Uh, unfortunately, it was yeah tarnished a little bit by the uh, Metal Gear uh, snafu, but um, nonetheless, I think that's it's still. Um, the, the trailer still held strong because um, I think, yeah, people were, weren't sure about us, uh, you know, season three. So uh, very good news, uh, at least in terms of the trailer. There's like what four other characters left and one being a guest character. So, I mean, <sighs> cure you. There's still a chance. There's still a chance. Um, so. Yeah, and who knows? It could they could pull the um, they p- could pull a uh, Soul Caliber, and you know have an exclusive character for each platform. That'd be pretty cool. I could see I could see them doing that. Maybe having a what Master Chief, probably Master Chief for Xbox. You know, with a uh, Infinite coming out somewhat reasonably soon. Um, yeah, clearly carry you for. A PlayStation, even though it's not like it doesn't, he doesn't seem to be clearly exclusive to PS4 since I guess he technically was on PC as well. But, um, you we've never seen him on Xbox at all, so 
not sure how that necessarily works or plays out or if there is some exclusivity agreement with um uh playstation to some extent i don't know but or you know console exclusivity which uh you know actually technically it'll be a related matter um i'll talk about later but um yeah man pretty awesome uh leroy my nigga leroy smith <laughs> to see him walking around <laughs> like uh <laughs> some of the movies you know he like he doing good for the community and stuff and he coming back in his hometown leroy smith how you doing man Leroy Smith, tell your mom I said hi. <laughs> My nigga, Leroy Smith. <laughs> you gotta say it like that every time. It's only necessary. It's only necessary. Clearly, it's only necessary. Uh, but yeah, man, pretty pretty excited for that. Uh, um, all the credit to Tekken Seven. They totally deserved it. That game, knocking it out the park. Just all the the nice little. Um, changes they made have greatly improved just the overall you know enjoyability of the game which i am totally down for so uh moving on um in terms of related move related news related move what the hell was i saying there um soul caliber 6 also uh announced its uh dlc i think i caught the last part of the finals which is pretty some pretty good uh soul caliber uh, i don't have the game yet i plan to get it at some point um but i've always liked the soul caliber i've been pretty dormant since what three I think I had four. I played four too. I never mind. So four, but ever since then, I've not really played um, Soul Calibur since. But this one looks interesting enough to play. I played the demo or tech test, whatever you call it, when it when it was out at the time. But pretty much after all the finals was over, uh, or no, I think it was the next day. Uh, basically, they announced uh, Cassandra DLC for Soul Calibur. Um, that's coming August 5th as well as season two, uh, with guest character Haomaru from a Samurai Showdown, which is pretty good a surprise. What, uh, kind of left me a bit dumbfounded about the whole thing though, is that, um, he seems to be just like Misurugi from Soul Calibur. So I don't really see how it's gonna work but um i'm curious either way uh that was just a weird felt like a weird choice of you know all people you just get a clone from the other game even though i guess technically mitsurugi deviated from how maru because he was first before soul caliper i'm pretty certain about that uh but I guess so. He's he's gotta be different from him because obviously that would take away from the appeal from him if he's uh just the same. But I digress. So pretty cool stuff. I'm interested to see who else will join the fray. Um, and then I'll uh, probably by then I'll uh be on board with Soul Caliber. Maybe uh I'm, the train might be too late. I'll at least play the story. Uh, might get my ass whooped. And online, but you know what? I'm a fighter though. I'm a fighter. I'm a fight. I'm gonna keep fighting. 
All right. Don't 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 give me Siegfried. Don't give me Siegfried with the drop kicks and the damn um give him give him the uh give him the the, the toe flip. <laughs> I give him the toe flip if you all right. You better you better 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 stop. <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> uh but yeah, pretty pretty cool news. Um if I had the choice, I'd choose some other characters, but all in all, um, pretty good cross promotion for Samurai Showdown, which I would assume is probably the lesser, uh, lesser known game slash popularity from a popularity standpoint too. So then in terms with that, they also revealed, I don't think the, I don't think they revealed all of the characters yet, but, uh, they did reveal pretty much all the characters coming in the season one pass. Or is this season two? Um, yeah, no, this is the rest of season one. And I don't think they revealed all the people from season two. So, uh, but pretty much it seemed like every month up until the end of this year, uh, you got Re Rimuru, Rimuru, uh, Shizumaru Hasame, uh, Basara, uh, Kazuki Kazama, and Wan Fu. Uh, so, uh, August, September, October, November, December, probably should have said it, uh, next to their name, but whatever you get the point, you get it, you picking up what I'm putting down. Also, of course, some patchwork that I'm not going to go into, you know, character balances, uh, quality of life improvements, all of that good stuff. But, uh, uh, specifically this is for Samurai Showdown. So pretty cool stuff. I played a fair amount uh, with my roommate, and uh, it was pretty pretty good time. Pretty good time. I enjoyed it. Uh, I plan to get it. I know I got the DLC, which was free for a certain time, so now I feel obligated to get it anyway. So, you know. Um, let's see here. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it uh, in terms of uh, Evo, Evo related news. I mean, um, I didn't catch it, but I heard in passing at least uh, Sonic Fox still putting in that work. Um, I think he got second in uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and uh, you know with the long, long heated extended rivalry between him and uh, Goichi. Uh, I believe I saw that Goichi was, you know, crying. He was elated that he finally beat uh, Sonic Fox. Um, and, you know, uh, like some very credible, uh, you know, respectable uh, rivals, you know, they hugged it out like, you did it, man. You, hey, you, you going somewhere, man. Go somewhere, man. But, but on top of that, freaking Sonic Fox then ended up winning Mortal Kombat 11. So it's like that dude is a is a god. And then, you know, of course, in usual Twitter fashion, uh, he did tweet that <laughs> when he, I forgot what he said verbatim. He's like, I'm the champion of Mortal Kombat 11 and I'm queer. Uh, get used to it. I'm a furry queer and get used to it. I'm totally paraphrasing. But in general, I get that, which I, I honestly highly respect that because, you know, um, it's not easy to, you know, put yourself out there like that. And, you know, uh, somebody of his stature in terms of just his prowess of, 
um, fighting games in general, clearly, um, he can pretty much back whatever he says up. So, I mean, uh, much respect to Sonic Fox. He is killing the game. So, um, that was pretty interesting, at least to somewhat witness and kind of see uh, outside of that. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a pretty good, pretty good Evo. Um, uh, I wish I, part of me wanted to go. Um, just to, you know, I probably would have wanted to compete at Tekken. Would have probably got my ass whipped, but it would probably would have been fun at least. Uh, would have been fun trying. Um, man, yeah, I totally should. Maybe, maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe. Maybe next year. Um, yeah, so that was all of Evo, at least uh, from my point of view. Um, pretty great, pretty great, uh, just great thing all around, man. Just greatness, you know. Um, next in news, um, kind of harking back on what I said earlier about uh console exclusivity. Uh, it's been um, hmm. Let me see here. Let me see. Uh, yeah, so um, it's been hinted at. Uh, this is according to Festran in terms of a post on a reset era. Uh, basically, uh, Death Stranding has supposedly been removed from the official PlayStation site list of exclusives. So what this obviously at least somewhat insinuates is that Death Strand is not exclusive or will at the very least, uh, be a timed exclusive. Um, I think it's been somewhat semi-confirmed that it's also going to be on PC at some point. So, um, if anything, it probably might be, excuse me, might be console exclusive to PlayStation 4. Kind of like Street Fighter 5, where it's console exclusive to PlayStation 4, but you can play on PC. Um, which that seems the most likely I would, I would think cause it would still at least appease PlayStation where it's uh, ex- still exclusive to console, uh, the, uh, console wise to the PlayStation and not on going on Xbox, but, uh, you can still for PC players, um, they'll still technically be able to enjoy it if it's true. Uh, technically it's still in the rumor phase at this point, but I could see it. Uh, I could see the possibility of it. I think it was technically somewhat semi-confirmed in an um, uh, interview with Kojima-san. Um, I want, I can't recall, but let's see. Oh yeah, prior to uh, Sony's announcement that it was supposedly confirmed to be, um, it's gonna later come on PC after P after PC PS4. So. Interesting stuff. I mean, if anything, it still won't hurt Sony because I mean, clearly a lot of from a console standpoint, it would still dominate over Xbox. And, you know, again, we encourage people to either get a uh, PlayStation or PC, which I don't think they technically necessarily um, compete directly against one another, which I think is maybe why Sony is fine with that. So um, interesting news either way interesting thing to think about and ponder on so at least when uh you know we get that copy of Death Stranding don't say exclusively well technically it still would because it'd be console exclusive to 
Um, yeah, so maybe they will specify it's constant. I don't. I forgot the terminology they they used to insinuate that it's exclusive uh, from a console standpoint or something like that. But either way, you get it. Um, I think it's technically the same with uh, Yakuza too. Pretty much all a fair amount of the Yakuza games have you know after being released first on PlayStation for then going uh, to to PC players too. So. Cool stuff either way. Definitely uh, as a multi-platform gamer myself, I am all about uh, multiple options. And you damn skippy, I I am going to get both the PS4 and PC version. You out your damn mind if you think I'm not. Okay, I'm just going. I'm just letting you know right now, just in case there might be any confusion. All right. (laughs) Okay. And uh, piggybacking on uh, PlayStation related news, um, it's been revealed that Days Gone is the best selling new IP of 2019 so far in the UK. So I think in general, that's pretty substantial news uh, for a game of like Days Gone that uh, at least hasn't been, at least from what I've seen, been critically um you know praised uh that much um and man it's like right below resident evil 2 that is crazy so just to give you some comparison um the best-selling games of 2019 so far um uh of course man that this still befuddles me to that day which i'll go into a bit is grand theft auto 5 still at number at the top um fifa 19 uh second uh the division 2 uh third red dead redemption 2 at four uh resident evil 2 um at five and then days gone at six and then uh rainbow six siege at seven black ops at eight anthem at nine wow I wasn't I was surprised by Anthem, you know, considering all the outcry there. And then Forza Horizon 4 and, and number 10. Uh specifically UK, mind you, still. So I'm not sure about it. Well, I guess we'll cover America because I do have the MPDs, which I'll cover later. Uh but yeah, that's pretty cool though. For days gone. Um, I think uh the game could be definitely really great after, you know, obviously getting all the reception from um, the, this game in terms of, you know, uh, issues that critics had and stuff like that. Um, so clearly from a sales standpoint, they at least got that backing going. Um, so they could definitely, you know, hit it out the park, um, with the sequel or the, you know, imminent or apparent sequel, I, I would assume, I, I doubt it, uh, especially being an exclusive IP to PlayStation and it's selling so well. Uh, even considering the critical, um, you know, maybe subpar reception. So I uh, think it's all good. It's going to be all good for them. Um, yeah, I still got to play it. I have it, but I uh, I play a little bit. But then other games came and then I uh, never got back to it. But I plan to probably have that be my next game I play after judgment which i'm still i'm still trudging through but either way good good stuff good on days gone um you know i am a sucker for zombie related games so i mean i think uh maybe i'm just like those people that 
that uh, brought the hell out of it. So, uh, also, what's been revealed today? Um, that boy, uh, Gamescom, which is I believe the European uh, conference for a lot of gaming related stuff, um, will be happening on August nineteenth. And uh, boy, it's this. This seems like <laughs> honestly seems like the E three, uh, the E three that E three should have had this past year, of two K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bungie, Capcom, EA, Epic Games, Google Stadia, Kojima Media, Deep Silver, uh, Private Division. I've never heard of them. Uh, Sega, Square Enix, Sony. Uh, THQ Nordic, Ubisoft, Xbox Game Studios, and more. Um, this was revealed from uh, Jeff Keighley on Twitter. Um, more than 15 game uh, publishers will, will premiere new content and make announcements during Gamescom. Wow. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is the E3 that should have been, uh, basically. Um I'm curious. I'm curious for the announcements, man. Um, I'm curious. I want my I want my socks knocked off. Okay. All right. Gamescom. You you got a lot of pressure right now. You hyping everything up. You better not let me down. So best believe one day I'm gonna be glued to that TV. All right. No if hams or but about but about her. Okay. No misconceptions. Nothing. My eyes gonna be on the TV. Patiently waiting for Gamescom news. I also curious to see uh, Google Stadia what they're what they got planned, what they got up their sleeve, the little dirty tricks they got. <laughs> they're gonna start pulling pulling epic moves and getting all these uh, exclusivity deals. Um, I don't know, but cool either way. Um, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare. At least moving on from that. Um, so for those that don't know, it's, it's been confirmed that crossplay is going to be supported. So me on Xbox can play with somebody on PS4, PC and all that. But they did reveal today that it will um, basically have a smart integration of, you know, not mixing the streams, if you will. So like, uh, you know, keyboard and mouse players who who have a pretty, pretty established advantage over uh, controller players on consoles uh, won't be able to play um, in the same game. Um, And, you know, they do have countermeasures for trying to swap out inputs uh, mid match as well. So that's pretty cool, too. Um, But I I thought overall, I thought this is pretty cool in general, you know, Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then I'll uh, include the tidbit uh, regarding this. So um, it's also worth noting that the PC version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare will have full crossplay with the PS4 and Xbox One. For man, that is so cool! This is becoming a reality. Let me let me stop gushing for a second. Um, and multiplayer design director Joe Kikot delved into how exactly that will work with dual shockers. We're going to be matchmaking by peripheral. So if you have a keyboard player, 
you're going to play with other keyboard players. But if you're a console player and you're playing on a gamepad, you can actually opt in. We also don't let you change your controller peripheral mid-match. So once you have chosen it, it's locked in. Um, so that's pretty cool. But man, I'm just gushing over the fact that, man, we're actually in this universe for this reality where crossplay is becoming a thing, man. It's, it's, it's surreal. So now I don't have to worry about this disparity because, you know, majority of my friends are on PS4 and then it's like, uh, I got an Xbox One X, which is technically slightly powerful than the PS4 Pro. So I don't really want to play on the PS4 Pro if I have an Xbox One X that has higher capabilities of doing so. So obviously, personally, I, I'm definitely going to go for the Xbox version in that case. And, you know, I always like the controller better in terms of first person shooter control specifically. So, um, yeah, with all that said, I'm definitely going Xbox uh, on this one. I don't I think with this also, uh, it's not going to be that dumb exclusivity. If I think they squashed that as well, which I am totally, totally behind uh, since, you know, uh, maps are going to be free and all that. So uh, great news overall, man. I'm definitely all for it. Um, and I like how they're handling mouse and keyboard support uh, versus controllers. I think this is going to be a very great template, uh, you know, for other games to follow. Um, and man, you know, I hope this does become the theme uh, you know, of uh, especially next generation in terms of consoles that maybe is going to be established to be better, um, better crossplay support across consoles and stuff like that. I'm totally, totally for it. Uh, totally for it. So thought it was cool either way. Um, so I guess uh, piggybacking on because uh, I love some I love me some damn piggyback. You know it. You know it. Uh, Destiny True. <laughs> Destiny 2 uh, cross save uh, is launching August 21st. Um, so for those that don't know, I want to say I said I announced or, you know, talk about this on a previous episode, but uh, cross save uh, is going to be supported. So, man, this is so damn cool. So pretty much I could play on any platform I want. And then pretty much continue progress on whatever platform I go or deviate from or to. So uh, what is really going to be cool for me is like uh, because, yeah, I I do consider myself a multi-platform user. Uh, Maybe I want to play with my friends on PS4 and then, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling a little uh pc master racy today <laughs> and then let me uh play on ps uh on the pc and uh you know get that full like uh mouse keyboard experience maybe the maybe the 60 frames per second uh you know maybe 144 hertz one day but at least for now get that smooth 60 fps experience on pc um and i could do that in in uh basically with this uh being set up which is cool i've i've never started a game of destiny i think i maybe played the trial of it once but now with all these changes and you know um bungie being released from the shackles that is activision um this is definitely uh gonna make me play at some point i definitely want to check this out and uh, see how cool and how um, streamlined uh, the cross saving is going to be because I'm definitely all for it. Uh, then also, you know, the kind of um, 
the implementation implementation of Google Stadia, I think is going to be cool. Like maybe if, uh, you know, maybe I'm somewhere, I want to see what Zer got, what, what, what gear, uh, Zer, Zer be gotten on his, uh, let me get, try and get one day. Uh, I could do that maybe more easily. Um, pretty much all in all, just, just seems to be just greatness, man. I really hope this is the theme for next generation cross save and cross play. That's probably maybe one of my biggest wishes that, uh, we get next year so you know you don't have the issues of you know being stuck to a platform because all your friends on it maybe you don't really necessarily want to be on it uh but then you know uh if you want more firepower more juice uh if you have the means to do so um you kind of get the best of both worlds you have the luxury of playing on uh maybe the better console that will perform the game more uh, to a better extent while, you know, being able to chat and chill with your friends at the same time. I think that's uh pretty, pretty damn cool in general there. So, um, great overall, man. Great overall. Uh, there's also, they also announced the steam linking. So basically, um, since, uh, destiny is gonna know is no longer with Activision, they're going to remove it from battle net and move it to steam. Um, I'm curious how that works for, uh, if you have, if you bought the game on battle.net and moving it from PC, but it seems like they explain it here. Uh, in terms of the description. So this is a resource for players who have been playing Destiny 2 on PC and will be moving with us to our new home on Steam. In keeping with the announcement from last week about our launch window, Destiny 2 will arrive on Steam for the first time on October 1st. Before that happens, on August 20th, you'll be invited to begin the process of linking your PC player accounts for a smooth transition of your guardians and all of your game purchases. So, uh, it seems like they pretty much have it, uh, seems like they have a good plan, uh, in terms of making the transition smooth from battle.net to, um, to steam. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, and, and all, you know, um, and then I think technically it's going to be free to play uh, at least, um, pretty much all the content up, up until now or something like that, which is totally fair and reasonable, you know, in terms of trying to mitigate the transition from uh, Activision to uh, themselves and, you know, moving on platforms, uh, at least from a PC standpoint, moving to Steam. Um, but I'm assuming nothing's effect, really affected on uh, Xbox and PS4. But um, all in all, pretty cool stuff i thought i had to had to mention it because it's just so appealing and so interesting that i definitely want to do it you know i definitely would i definitely will at some point so let's get into i guess yeah let's go into um sales more sales news um specifically for capcom um so apparently they received a $19 million uh, one-off royalty deal from a company buying and licensing their IP, but they're refusing to uh, answer details about it. So this is supposedly from uh, David Gibson on Twitter. I believe he is. Let me see here. 
Uh, I believe he's in a digital content business. So somehow he knew um, he was aware of this to some extent. Um, so this could open up a lot of possibilities. A part of me thinks it's going to be Google related, Google Stadia related, where they're, they maybe cut some exclusivity deal for whatever said IP to be exclusive on Stadia. Because, I mean, honestly, if, if Stadia is going to compete, they're definitely going to have to have some exclusivity of some sort to, you know, encourage people to uh, try out their platform or jump on their platform in general. So I don't think it's Microsoft, even though that would be cool, too. Um, I, I Out of the two, I'd prefer Microsoft, personally. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed, you know, Dead Rising 3, Dead Rising 4, when it was, you know, timed exclusive um, and things like that. So for Google Stadia, I mean, that's probably what it would, I would think it would I'd more than likely be. I think to back that up, too, uh, with Capcom having um, announcement. Uh, or announcement or announcements at Gamescom, they could probably be revealing that. Or I'm gonna I'm take a bold guess here that maybe you know the the game that's been in development hell for you know however long with the PlayStation uh, deep down, I believe that actually comes out and is an exclusive IP for Google Stadia. Um, I wouldn't be surprised by that, but I think that's a, that feels like a pretty fairly sound hunch. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see when, when Gamescom comes around, if this is true or not. Cause I think if anything, this is whatever this is, is going to be revealed at, uh, at Gamescom, in my opinion, uh, it probably could not be maybe at another time. Um, people are thinking that maybe it could be, I doubt it's going to be a, a phone game. That's stupid. Nineteen million dollars. I don't know, man. I don't know. Was well, probably an established game, a series two. Uh, I don't think it's Dead Rising. I think, I think with the reception of Dead Rising four, I think they're gonna uh, pretty much put put a uh, Dead Rising on ice for a bit, and then you know, give it some time to breathe out, and then come back. Um, that's at least what I'm guessing. <clears throat> that more than likely uh, might happen. So, but it's a uh, pretty cool either way. Um, I'm all for it. And uh, yeah, I'm general. I'm all for it. Really. It's going to be pretty, pretty damn cool. You know, pretty, pretty damn cool. Whatever it is. I know whatever it is that Capcom makes, I end up liking anyway. So, I mean, I doubt I see this to be any different, but you know, I digress. I guess uh, we'll keep on Capcom news. So kind of in conjunction with that, uh, Capcom is recruiting uh, Japanese um, um, Resident Evil ambassadors to test the game currently in development. So if you're going to have Resident Evil ambassadors to test the game, uh, I find it hard to believe that it's not a Resident Evil related game. So uh, that alone pretty much at least semi confirms that it's going to be some semi Resident Evil related game. Uh, I would have you'd have to assume Um, what it is, is definitely the big question. Uh, personally, what I would prefer or like it to be, uh, would definitely be Resident Evil Outbreak File 3. 
uh, if they were able to swing it. Because uh, in terms of uh, file free, uh, file file free, <laughs> file free, file three, um, they said it was in. Well, they it was in, uh, basically in pretty fair recent, not recent development, but after I'll, file two came out they were still developing or planning on releasing file three, but I believe in terms of the disappointing sales of file two, they uh, canned it, but maybe they still have the assets. Maybe they can, uh, I know they had a lot of planned scenarios, um, pretty much planned for file three. Uh, so that'd be pretty, man, that's a tongue twister file, file three, file three, file. Um, so they seem to have a lot of planned stuff for it. So, I mean, I would only think that uh, they could probably do something with it or, you know, maybe reinvent it in this day and age or something like that. But I totally would want um, a a um, uh, outbreak to come back. And it's, you know, same kind of general, you know, template, if you will, um, as the original outbreaks or maybe some continuation port, whatever. I totally would want it, man. Totally would want it. Um, I'm seeing people talking about biohazard battle royale. No, please don't. Please don't. And it feels like it's going to be umbrella core, uh, all again, operation Raccoon city all again, where operation Raccoon city was kind of somewhat okay, but not, not what we were wanting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I totally will want, um, outbreak. I think it's time for that, that series to come back. Um, it just was ahead of its time when it came out. I think, uh, in this day and age, I think it's going to do way better than, uh, what it has though. Um, so, I mean, I'm hopeful that that is going to be, um, what it is, but, um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, some people are rumoring or thinking that it's uh, Nem- um, Resident Evil 3. I I find that hard to believe. I guess maybe if there's some uh, multiplayer component uh, to it specifically that they're testing out, uh, maybe they could do something cool or fancy with it. But I don't think it would have the longevity that like an outbreak would have where it's purely focused on the multiplayer um, rather than, you know, having it be as an add on to um a single player game but i don't know either way i probably would definitely play it and enjoy the hell out of it um i I could tell you that much but um who knows it's up in the air it feels like you know at least for that but pretty interesting news either way um i wish i was a resident i want to be a resident evil ambassador come on capcom you know i've been i'd be trying to promote you know outbreak with the file servers, you know, uh, back in the day, but come on, man, come on, Capcom. I love you guys. I love you. I love Resident Evil. It's probably one of my favorite game series. Come on, Capcom. If you, if you, <laughs> Capcom, if you're, if you're uh, listening to this podcast, I highly doubt you are, but come on, help, help, uh, help brother out. Okay. Let me, let me, uh, let me see your game real quick. And, um, I'll tell you what you need to do and uh I'll 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 give you them sales that you're looking for. I'm not even gonna ask for anything in return, just some uh just a pat on the back and a free copy, you know. Just just look out for me, okay? You scratch your back, you scratch your back, I scratch mine. Nope, that's not how it goes. I um you scratch my back, I scratch yours more, and then maybe I'll 
I'll massage you too. Okay, Capcom. Come on, please. <laughs> Capcom, please. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we'll uh, check out the NPDs, which did come out this, uh, this month. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm just going to highlight some interesting details in terms of that. Um, software rankings, of course, probably the biggest, uh, appeal of the NPDs, uh, see what games are selling. What, what are people buying? Uh, you know, so, We'll go down the list. Um, actually, yeah, we'll go through all of them. Uh, one, they have one through twenty here uh, for the best-selling titles of June twenty nineteen. Uh, this is includes uh, physical and digital sales. I'm surprised they're starting to uh, include digital now. That's pretty great. That's pretty great because you know, I think it was a it's a big. I guess, section to exclude from sales since it's obviously not the most accurate anymore. Now that digital sales are becoming more mainstream and more, more, uh, just the prime in terms of, you know, sales. So, um, in terms of the best 20 best selling titles, June, 2019. So number one, uh, is Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, this one did not include digital sales. I guess it depends on the platform, so maybe they're not able to get that data from particular path platforms in that respect. Um, number two is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Uh, wow, that's actually pretty interesting. I'm surprised that uh, it's selling like, like it is. I mean, I thought it would always be under the shadow of Mario Kart, but... Uh, now I think it might have got a lot of people that used to play it back in the PlayStation days. I can see that now. Actually, the more I think about it, that actually makes sense. Uh, number three, Mortal Kombat 11. I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. I mean, it's just some some things are just going to sell regardless, just by the name alone. And I think Mortal Kombat 11 is one of them. So, uh, man, I, I still am befuddled to this day. Grand Theft Auto 5, number freaking four I, this this game must have to have the highest streak of consistent uh top selling uh month to month because it it does not seem to it may like shift here and there in terms of uh the top 10 but it's always there like probably since it feels like since 2013 which is when the 360 ps3 version came out and we're in 2019 six years later and it's still selling that is crazy to me i don't get it i mean i do kind of get it because i guess apparently gta online is way bigger than i guess I was thinking it is, but you know, man, Grand Theft Auto, man, I guess, geez, that's crazy. It's like, and then what incentive does Rockstar have to release uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 if Grand Theft Auto 5 is consistently in the top 10 still? Ah, man, that is fascinating to me. How is that possible? Ah, I don't get it. I'm kind of mad about it, but I mean, I'm not at the same time because it kind of deserves it because it's great. It's a Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I, digress. I digress. Uh, Minecraft number five. Um, it does not include this one does not include PS4 and Xbox one digital sales, which probably would put it pretty maybe higher than it is. I'm guessing uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, number six. Uh, number seven, Marvel Spider-Man. I'm actually surprised by that. That's still hanging in there. Uh, NBA 2K19, number eight. 
Oh, there it is. Mario Kart 8 at number eight, not including digital sales for that. And then Days Gone. Wow. So even in the U.S. is still it's still hitting top 10. That's uh, a man. Bravo to Days Gone, man. Goes to show you as long as you put zombies in the game, uh, people are going to buy it, um, which I am included in that uh, sad follower um, motif. Uh, then 11, we got Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Number 12, Red Dead Redemption 2, Rockstar, man. They, they, they got the titles in there still. Um, number 13, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm curious if, um, whatchamacallit, what sales, uh, Breath of the Wild, um, the announcement of two maybe, uh, spiked some, uh, sales for that. Uh, I still gotta beat that game, man. Ugh. First world problems, man. So many games, not enough time, but man, let it, let me be like what years, years younger when I had all the time in the world, I'd, I'd be completing these, man. But, uh, 14 MLB 19, the show, uh, 15, uh, black ops four, uh, does not include PC digital sales. Okay. Um, still impressive. Uh, Division two, number sixteen. Uh, not including PC digital sales there. Number seventeen, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Um, not including digital sales. Mario is killing it, man. Got three titles in the top twenty. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey eighteen. Uh, Super Mario Party nineteen, and God of War twenty eighteen at the twenty spot. That's pretty impressive too, uh, considering that it's a year old game. And you know, those types of games, single player, normally after people beat them and done with it, but I think maybe I still maybe uh, piggybacking off the game of the year, you know, reception and stuff, possibly. I don't know, actually. I think in general, it's just doing pretty good still. Um, maybe some of, the, some of the sales I think I saw for that recently too, but still crazy crazy uh i'll touch on some of the uh the top selling top best-selling titles of the year uh to date for 2019 mortal kombat 11 at one kingdom hearts 3 at two. Oh wow that's interesting it's at the top for the year but isn't at least in this current month uh division two anthem i'm surprised anthem is still doing that well um it's number four that's crazy. Resident Evil 2, well-deserved uh, 2019 version. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Days Gone. That's 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 still surreal to me. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, MLB 19, the show. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. That is crazy, man. That is crazy. That's crazy. Um... We'll do some, uh, let's do a little rapid fire. Uh, they do have, um, uh, it, uh, singled out by console. So for Xbox one, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 at one Grand Theft Auto five at two crash team racing, uh, three Red Dead Redemption two at four Minecraft at five, uh, PlayStation four crash team racing at one Spider-Man at two MK 11 at three days gone at four. Uh, MLB the show at five, uh, Nintendo switch, Super Mario maker two, one, 
uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate at 2, Mario Kart 8 at 3, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild at 4, um, Super Mario Bros. U uh, at 5. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, this was uh, credit to the man, the the man himself, Matt Piscatella, who's uh, always giving us these juicy uh, MPD details, which is just... I always, I personally find it fascinating just to see, like, you know, uh, a lot of the contrast from, uh, you know, reception to what people are actually buying and, you know, kind of seeing that, that uh, noticeable gap and things like that, which I think is pretty cool overall. So, yeah, cool stuff, man. Love me some damn video games. I just love just the, just the culture, just the, just, just all this new sales goodness and uh while i guess we're on a topic we'll we'll touch on some um some uh sales news so down 13 percent from 1.1 billion uh in june 2018 uh as a as a whole in terms of sales uh sales of raw hardware um 235 million down 33 percent uh from 350 uh million in june of last year uh, for PC and console software, 386 million down 1% uh, since June 2018. Accessories, uh, 330 million uh, down 7% uh, from 362 million in uh, June of 2018. So, not too drastically uh, noticeable. I mean, clearly, you know, we're kind of on the cusp of, you know, the dawn of uh, the new consoles uh, rising. So I'm, that's clearly going to cause a huge, massive hike in terms of sales and everything from that standpoint. So I definitely could see that being a uh, thing there. So all in all, um, pretty fascinating stuff. Love me some damn MPDs. I love me some damn MPD, MPDs. I'm done with MPD. Yeah, you know. All right, I'm, I didn't mean to do that. I did it though. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it, but I did it. Does that does that justify me doing it? Probably not. Uh, so in uh, streamer news, uh, kind of off the cusp of uh, the, the 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 king of streaming uh, himself, Ninja, moving over from uh, Twitter not Twitter. <laughs> you, I think there is streaming on Twitter though, that you can stream games, stream games exclusively on Twitter. Uh, weirdly who would want to do that? I don't know. Um, well, I guess maybe there's some exclusivity stuff or kind of in a lesser extent of the acquisition deals with, um, with, uh, what Microsoft did with uh, Ninja, but, uh, either way, um, so, uh, in terms of, I think a lot of people are curious about like how, how did, uh, it work out for Ninja going to Mixer? Um, apparently pretty well, uh, half a million subscribers. I think that's way more than he had, uh, on Twitch. So I think that in of itself is good, but I think there is that minor caveat that for those half million subscribers that. All of those were free for the limited time, I guess, apparently to encourage people to, you know, subscribe to them. And then maybe after the trials over, then they'll like actually subscribe to them. But we'll see how that actually pans out or actually um, becomes uh, what that becomes to be or if that's going to be just be a significant loss of subscribers after that. Then also the Mixer app uh, skyrocketed to number one as the most downloaded app on the iOS app store. So 
all in all, uh, it seems to be, you know, that money they gave uh, um, Tyler Ninja Blevins seems to be uh, being put to good use. So, I mean, uh, they pretty much are getting the result they want, I would assume, from what they uh, what they did in terms of, you know, playing at a hardball and getting them, uh, bringing them over to Mixer. So, um all in all, it seems to be working for him pretty damn well, I say. Um, but yeah, so um, I think in terms of uh, viewers, let's see, hit a peak of two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, that's the highest I think in terms of concurrent viewers or no subscribers. Uh, has on Twitch, he currently has over 50, under 15,000 according to Twitch Tracker and twice the number he had at his peak of 250,000 in March 2018. Uh, so it's important to note that, yeah, Mixer currently offering free subscription to the Ninja channel to welcome him to the site. It remains to be seen how many of us, yeah, exactly yeah, what I was saying that. Basically, they're complimentary subscriptions, so they don't, nobody has to pay anything to subscribe to them. So you can take that those statistics with a grain of salt, but either way, that's uh, at least a pretty good possibility, um, in terms of, you know, doing that. Um, but yeah, so pretty good stuff, pretty good stuff for Ninja. Um, also piggybacking on that, uh, cause you know, I love me some piggybacks, uh, Ninja, uh, supposedly allegedly was paid 50 million in order to, you know, do this, uh, this transition uh, in terms of exclusivity from uh, Twitch to Mixer. I'm not sure about that number, but I mean, I haven't, it's not the craziest amount of money I've seen. I mean, he is, he does have a lot of influence. So, I mean, that kind of would justify, you know, his reach in terms of, you know, um, influencing a lot of people to come over to the Mixer platform. So when you kind of think about it that way, uh, that money seems to justify um, him coming over. So, I mean, I don't know um, in terms of accuracy of that, but 50 million, that seems uh, a little unrealistic that, you know, Microsoft will willingly do that. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like Ninja, he, he could put up that that pretty good stance in terms of re requesting that much in order from the uh, go over to mixer. So it's hard to say really, I, I guess I could believe it, but at the same time, it's a little bit hard to believe. It seems like a, a bit much for that amount uh, of money. But I mean, what do I know? What do I know? Um, he don't even need all that money. He already got, he already got buku bucks anyway. But I mean, it probably is definitely maybe better than, uh, what Twitch is offering or offered him, um, in terms of his general contract. So, I mean, who knows really? Um, I, I hear that Twitch has some very unfavorable contracts on uh, terms of, you know, streamer partnerships and stuff like that. So, if probably if anything maybe it was way better than uh um twitch in that respect <laughs> i'm still thinking about uh twitch instantly taking his uh check mark you like you know what? oh okay all right you're gonna leave mixer okay uh you're gonna leave for mixer huh all right well uh you're not verified anymore yeah take that take that ninja 
how are you gonna succeed now? <laughs> I just feel I just feel like there's just some random dude that's just like that. That he just want to be just just all kinds of petty and just completely remove his verified uh, check mark. I guess technically because he's not gonna be on the platform anymore, it doesn't really matter. But still, I just find that I find that amusing. Either way, um, I'm curious if he ever just logs in just to you know kind of see what Twitch is like after going to Mixer. I don't know. Um, but yeah, man, uh, interesting stuff, interesting things, interesting progress happening in terms of, uh, just gaming as a whole, man. I think in general, that's, that's probably the biggest takeaway from pretty much all the news that came out today is just gaming is just becoming so much more mainstreamed, mainstream and accepted now. And it's like being a legitimate, uh, business and so many avenues, you know, and specifically from like a, a competitive standpoint. Um, and it's crazy, man. This is it's, it's crazy. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. But at the same time, I do believe it because clearly people are starting to catch on to how great games are. Obviously, duh. So, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. But either way, man. That's pretty much all the news I have for you guys today. I guess we'll cover uh, what I've been playing lately. Uh, oh, man, how can I forget? So um, uh, pretty much earlier this week, I was playing um, uh, this this pretty great game uh, that's very sentimental to me personally is uh, Ninja Warriors again. Um, at least in the U.S., I think it's called Ninja Saviors in Japan. I want to say, um, and good God, man, just this is just greatness in so many levels. Um, for those that may not know, Ninja Warriors was a uh, game. Well, I think it originally started as an arcade game that you can play. You know, obviously in the arcades, but then um, I think they ported the game uh, and did a lot of changes uh for exclusively for the super nintendo and that's the one i at least remember and have the attachment to the most which is basically this game uh but kind of semi remastered to an extent um and man it is just great on so many levels just all the improvements especially you know uh for my frame of reference from the original game uh is just so smart and worthwhile and it just just they all make sense in terms of the changes and probably the biggest substantial one uh is finally they gave the game co-op that was the one biggest i guess gripe i think a lot of people had with it on the super nintendo Cause it had two controllers and you can play on, um, you know, uh, it, it just seemed like obviously why couldn't you play with two people? It just wouldn't just make sense, but uh, either way it didn't have it, but now it does. So, um, just all the nice little minute, like, uh, you know, additions they made to the game, just all overall just makes the experience that much greater, uh, in my opinion. And just like, yeah, man, they, now you can juggle characters, which you couldn't really do in the first one. I don't even think you can really, you couldn't do it all. Um, that's cool. So, you know, if you have some co-op action going, boom, excuse me, uh, you can, you know, juggle characters back and forth, uh, at least what I've seen in the trailers too. It's a bit harder to do in single player, but <clears throat> you can kind of uh, finagle in it, uh, finagle it depending on your character. 
So that's pretty cool. And just the overall experience, their master soundtrack was pretty enjoyable. I personally, uh, you know, being attached to the original soundtrack, I definitely want to get that one. I think you have to beat the game with one of the new characters in order to unlock the original soundtrack, which is totally fair. I'm totally going to do that. Um, but yeah, with that being said, they did add new two new characters as well, which is something they totally didn't have to do, but they totally did, which and I'm very thankful for that. Uh, they got this one girl. I forgot her name. Yakasha, I want to say. Um, but yeah, she just is, she, she looked kind of, she looked kind of thick, but she a robot. So it's like, you kind of confused cause like she looked thick, but she a robot. So how does that work in your head? But I don't know. Maybe they, they thought about that in advance. I, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Either way. Um, she has a pretty cool ability. At least I was messing with her where she can like use her. She has retractable arms so she can like extend her arms and like grab dudes. That was, it was pretty fun playing with her a little bit. I didn't play with her fully, but uh, of course I play with my original character, at least my favorite, I'd say from the original, which is Kun Komoachi, Komoachi, I want to say. Um, and he was pretty cool. He had the fangs on his arm. He could do the jumps and you do the spin jumps and all that. That was pretty great. So, um, yeah, man, that's pretty cool. I like him. I like him a lot. And I like the changes they made to him uh, now. So uh, to all the other all the other characters in general, really, I was messing with them as well. Um, and they they seem to play pretty cool. I like the additions they they they, they got. Um, so I plan to mess with them at some point, too, um, in terms of, you know, seeing how each character plays and then kind of going from there. So I, I uh, purchased the game uh, from the Japanese store because uh, I think the game doesn't come out in the U.S. Uh, and I think until later this month, um, I thought it was coming out universally at the same time. But I guess in it, it was only coming out in Japan <clears throat> on the 25th of July ish or something like that. 26th or 25th. One of those. But either way, um, yeah, so. That's great, man. Great, great stuff. Um, yeah, I, I beat the beat the whole game. Um, some of the bosses, man, they 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 are they give you a fight for your money, man. But uh, it's just so satisfying, man. Just picking up boxes, throwing it uh, on people, and then they 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 uh kind of chain into other people by getting hit, and they get you get a fair amount of Streets of Rage vibes to an extent in terms of just like the physics of fighting people and stuff like that. But just all in all, it's just, it's a great experience. Just the music, uh, the characters, uh, you know, the enemies that all in all, I've been very pleased. It also has a cool classic CRT filter you can put on your TV to give you that, you know, that rim, uh, nostalgic feeling of, uh, playing back on your, uh, uh, CRT back in the day, all in all, man, it, it was just a great, uh, experience uh, in terms of just being able to reminisce on the past generation of, you know, games and stuff. So all in all, very satisfied with that game. I'm definitely excited to play some more. Uh, then in terms with that, uh, also <laughs> still still putting in time for a judgment. Um, at some point, I'm going to beat that game. I swear I'm just being I'm just enthralled with doing a lot of the side stuff that you don't have to do to uh, beat the game. I think the main 
game path is probably maybe 10 hours on average. That's usually what it is in terms of just the general Yakuza game. So um, I'm just taking my time with it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm absorbing pretty much everything within the game. Uh, in terms of all the enjoyable side quests and like, you know, you can get girlfriends and stuff. I'm just messing with that because you get a lot of incentives for uh, doing all that stuff, too. So um, and then, yeah, so many abilities that you got to buy. But, you know, in order to get the abilities, you got to do all these anyway. So um, overall, taking my time with it, but enjoying the time I am spending with it. So um yeah man that's still pretty much where i've been at outside of that i've never really been playing much been messing with overwatch a little bit uh playing with some friends on there um that's been pretty great um can't wait for the uh the new role queue at least to be officially released uh on consoles i was playing with it uh, at least a little bit on pc in terms of the, the public test server but um that's gonna be pretty great too so i mean all in all man uh, some good gaming, man. Some good gaming that's been going on, man. I'm just, I'm just amazed that uh, Ninja Warriors came back. Now, hopefully, they at some time. I'm not sure how the rights are with Trade West or who currently owns the Double Dragon, but uh, man, if they, uh, if they bring back a double Super Double Dragon, if they do, if they gave it the same treatment that um they gave uh Ninja Warriors again, boy. Yeah, that's that. That'd be another instant buy, man. I swear, they need to keep these coming. These uh, these uh, previously exclusive SNES games, uh, bringing them, porting them back to uh, current gen consoles with some a uh, few tweaks here and there. I'm all for it. Keep doing that. I don't care. I'll give you all the money you want. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you every single penny. Uh, you. I'll give you every single penny. <laughs> I give it all. I give it. I give you all. I give it all to you. Um, <laughs> why'd I get, why'd I turn into a creepy pimp? <laughs> I get y'all girl. I get you all that money. If you want it, I give it all to you. <laughs> this is the creepy pimp on the corner. Um, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much been it for me all this week. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna end it there. Um, again, let me, let me uh, gotta take care of the house. Gotta take care of the house. So, um, in terms of um, where you can find me, you can find me on Twitter at a switch. Uh, tweeting ignorant stuff, but you know, I, I put some, I put some, you know, some decency in there too. So don't get, don't get it all wrong. All right, I'm not just ignorant. Okay, all the time. All right. I I got some sensibility as well. Uh, thank you very much. OK, back up off me. You don't know me like that. All right. Uh, I'm not sure why I got defensive there, but you know what? I don't care. I'm going to be defensive all I want. OK, you don't know me. <laughs> um, you can also find me on uh, Twitch at Twitch TV slash a switch. Uh, it's been a minute, but I promise I will be back on there at some point. It's just finding the right time to do so. Okay. Bear with me. Uh, I guess I can say the same for youtube.com slash a switch, uh, which is maybe the same story, but again, I am working on it. 
I am going to make my way back eventually. Also, maybe I'm going to pose a question to you guys. Uh, would you guys like to um, see me do this live? I'm not sure. Maybe there's a, a audience for that. Um, but I don't know. I might, I might try it at some point where I'll try uh, recording it live on Twitch or something and see how it goes. And if not, you can just go back to uh, the standard uh, podcasting format, which is totally fine by me. Just, just curious either way. Um, also, if you have any questions for the show uh, that you like me to answer on the show, uh, feel free to submit any questions you have uh, to aswitchtv at gmail.com as well. Um, if you like to support uh, the podcast, keep it going, keep the lights on. Uh, by all means, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe uh, from your respective platforms, which at least currently at the time is uh, Apple Podcast, you Google Mood, I say you Google, <laughs> you Google, uh, Google Music and Spotify. Um, I'm planning to start pretty much bringing all these to um, YouTube as well. I know some people prefer to just listen to on YouTube sometimes also. So I'll, I'll try to appease some of those folks in addition to. So um, outside of that, that's pretty much it, guys. Um, of course, thanks for listening. Uh, greatly appreciated. Um, and uh, until next time, uh,